straight talk, uncut. Hey everybody, what's going on? It's Tellus, back with another edition of Straight Talk Uncut. This episode is being recorded on April 8th, 2016. And the quote for this episode goes like this. People say that motivation doesn't last. Well, neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. Again, people say that motivation doesn't last. Well, neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. And that's by Zig Ziglar. So, uh, you know, a motivational speakers in, in anything that comes with that, you know, they do get a, a bad rep. Even like life coaches. And I've, I've uh, even though I listen to, um, not actually not within the past few years, but um, you can consider like quotes a sort of like motivation. But a lot of people, you know, they get these books, they get these motivational books, and they're looking for some sort of miracle to happen. They they're thinking that if they read the book, then whatever's in the book is just going to happen. You know what I mean? I remember the big <coughs> excuse me the the big. Um, you know, real real estate flipping when that when that was big. You know, people going out and buying uh, Robert Kiyosaki's book and all that. You know, you you remember when it was big and and I had friends. I had no people um, who who got into that. I even got into it. Uh, and I won't. You know, I'm not going to say I got into it because of that. I got I got into it um, because we were actually looking for a home. And I and we were thinking, with our first townhome, we were thinking, well, let's let's just let's start small, buy it, flip it, make some money, then get a bigger house. Because, well, I guess that's actually the same thing. Because we actually um, there was a book that I read, and it was it was called like it it was it it wasn't like flipping in the sense of like um, it, it was it was a, a different take on it. It was pretty much. Not flipping for profit, but flipping to get yourself in a larger house. That's that's the goal. So you start out with these smaller houses, fix them up, flip them, make money to get bigger, bigger houses. To eventually you get to the house of your dreams. That's that that was the basis for that the, that book. I can't remember the name of it. It's like flipped your flipped your way to the house of your dreams or something like that. And um, sounds a little different, but I went into it. Not thinking. I mean, probably because I'm, you know, I, I got a little more common sense <laughs> than the average person. I'm just gonna put that out there. But uh, I know a lot of people <laughs> that was uh, that were buying these, you know, getting these books along with like motivational books and stuff. But then it ends with them finish finish reading a book, and a lot of times they didn't even finish reading the book. Because they got discouraged, like even with the secret. Yeah, okay, that's the perfect example. You remember the secret? You remember that 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 book, the secret? How how like people thought you can just you can just you can just wish or hope yourself to success? Like I, 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 you know when I when I saw when I start reading the backlash from that. I was just like, are these people for real? Like, 
the whole time I was reading the book, it actually, actually, I saw the little documentary first, and then I read the book. There was a little documentary on the secret. I saw that first, and not once did I think that you can just, you can just sit on your ass and 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 just hope and dream and, and visualize shit without any action, and then it was just gonna happen. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't understand how people did that. Like even the people that were highlighted in the secret, they were hustling ass people. They weren't people just sitting around wishing and, and thinking. So I was like, so how do the people, how does the audience think that they can just take this too literally? Yeah, you know. But that's what people do. You know, a lot of times um, when I recommend. A book to people I've even bought people books For presents You know People who I knew Needed some sort of boost Or motivation You know I would buy them a book Send it to them. I don't do that I don't do that anymore Because right now You know I, I don't even give a shit uh, You know I used to be all into like Trying to share um, You know When I come across Like a good book That like Gave me some motivation Or, or sparked me you know, I try to share, but I don't give a shit anymore. I, I actually even you used to do book reviews on um, on my YouTube channel. I used to do like book summaries and stuff like that because I, I just wanted the people to, you know, like to, to see like, man, you don't just look at these people who started worse than you and they made something out of themselves. You know, I used to try. I used to want to share like stories and stuff like that. But now, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't fucking give a shit. Now it's about my kids. I, I, I'm trying to show them, show them that, hey, life is whatever you, what you make it. And if you, if you like, think something outside of you is going to motivate you, is going to, is, is going to offer you success, then you fooling yourself. You know, it's like, not, not, nothing worth having comes with no effort. Like you can't just think uh, you're going to be in shape working out once a week or just just like um, just walking idly thinking you, you just because you're moving yeah I mean that's better than nothing but you can't just do that and then get on the scale and say well I walked three miles today but nothing happened well maybe you walked three miles but you ate like you normally do like shit you know what I mean and a lot of times people get discouraged because they're thinking they they're thinking like success comes with a one and done. Think you can do something one time and be done, or or think just because you try something for a little bit of time and, and, and then it and then it didn't work for you, and then it's like oh this shit don't, it doesn't work, you know, it, it doesn't work. Even even like. Um, when when people get a little bit i've even seen people get a little bit of uh results following something but then when it plateaus then they're like oh yeah i knew that wouldn't work and I, I you know i yeah it doesn't work for me well okay well, maybe that's true but did you really put all your effort into it did you really try did you really like i mean did you really like people don't really understand what it takes what what like busting your ass to do something really is it's not like a one week two week you know what i mean it's not like 
people people don't really really understand. People don't really understand what it what it means to be hungry. Like I don't really understand what it means to be hungry. Like I may I may go for three four hours without eating, and then I think, oh man, I'm hungry. Or sometimes I could be not even hungry, but because uh, some time has passed since I last ate, I think, oh, I'm, I got I haven't eaten since eight. You know, I gotta be. I must be hungry. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just like people don't really understand. And we always see when talking about successful people, we always see the 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 outcome. We always see the final product. We always see the end result. We never see like what what the behind the scenes. Even in this day and age, we rarely you know with all of, like anything negative, we see that shit. We see we see celebrities falling apart, stuff like that. But we don't see nobody takes the time to document the the rise to success. Like like who, there's a few people, there's few examples I can give you of current documentation. There's only there's only one particular um, person that I can actually that I actually follow that I can that I saw rise to a certain level of success. And there was a guy who did, uh, which is what I'm, I'm going to get to, uh, I'm going to talk about on, on the rest of this episode, but a guy who did a 365-day, actually it would have been 365 days, I mean 366 days, because last year, uh, was it last year or this year? No, no, yeah, 365 days of video. He's a, he's a video content creator, and he did a video a day for a whole year. And you, I mean, you saw like little successes he had over the over the year, and in the end result, which brings me to talking about motivation, talking about what it takes for success, which brings me to this challenge that I'm going to be doing. I'm not going to do a three uh, 365 day challenge, but I'm going to do a 100 day challenge. And sorry about the background, my I forgot to warm my truck up, so the heat is blasting. Um. Which, by the way, hopefully the, the these commute episodes are going to get better because I ordered a a mic adapter for my uh, lavalier, my Sony lavalier mic. Um, so hopefully the the uh, outside noise or the road noise and everything will get better. But anyway, so starting next week, starting Monday. Um, which is what the tenth? What's the day? The day is the eighth. Friday, nineteenth, eleventh. Monday's either I think the eleventh, right? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna start a one hundred day challenge. And I actually, I'm gonna do two one hundred day challenges. I'm gonna do two things for one hundred days straight. No days off. No days off. One. I, I don't think it's gonna be too hard because it's something i do regularly anyway and that's i'm, I'm going to do a 100 day uh fit challenge workout challenge and i'm going to be doing this uh, a few months ago i started this 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 uh high intensity or circuit training routine called the wheel and it and it, it it's it's like a twist on the tabata protocol it's a twist on circuit training to where and i, I think I, t- I talked about this before to where you have a hub that's your go back to exercise so 
pretty much instead of just going you know exercise to exercise you you do one exercise every other every other interval you do the same exercise so say i'm doing push-ups so i go from push-ups to pull-ups back to push-ups to squats back to push-ups to uh dips back to push-ups you know to to burpees so you have a center and then each exercise goes out to a goes out to the wheel you know it leads from the spoke to the wheel so that's the that's the that's the theory and i and i like that uh workout for for one i I get you know i I like doing different workouts just just to challenge myself i like doing different um different workout routines to challenge myself and to see because i wear a heart rate monitor as well and I to see like what workouts burn, like what workouts and what exercise is getting my heart rate up, and which you know at the end of each little routine, how how many calories did I burn? So I like you know I like challenging myself and testing myself like that. And I use an old school um, chest strap and watch. I use a um, Posar chest strap and, and, and watch. I you know I I've never used these Fitbits and stuff just simply because. I know that the most accurate still are the chest strap as far as my research has been because I was going to get there's a new like Fitbit um, charge or something like that it's like the the most expensive Fitbit that they have uh, I, I wanted to get that simply because sometimes if, you know if I get all sweaty if I'm doing burpees if I'm, if I'm doing like a, a, a big movement exercise that strap starts to come down and then once it disconnects a lot of times it don't it doesn't just reconnect back to my back to the the watch the um receiver so so that's the one challenge i'm going to be doing i'm going to do wheel one to wheel 100 and i'm going to construct all new wheel exercises i'm not going to do any of my previous wheel well no i actually i won't say exercise routines i want i'm not going to do any of my previous wheel wheel routines that i created so it's gonna be all new exercises and i'm gonna do that for 100 days straight then the other things that i'm gonna do to get myself into like posting images regularly is that i'm gonna post an image a day for 100 days and i'm not sure if i'm just gonna use tumblr or instagram or what i'm not i'm not sure this weekend i'm gonna sit down and um and figure out how I want to do it. I want to. I want to use whatever uh, I use. I want to incorporate it into if this then that the the IFTT that website to where I can just post it one place and then it you know it kind of um, aggregate to either Pinterest or Instagram or something. So I'm going to be doing that. So there's going to be my two. 100 day challenges that I'm going to do and note I didn't say that you know I'm going to take a picture a day I said I'm going to post a picture a day and it, but it's going to be you know images that's been that I've been wanting to get edit it's going to be little you know pictures from little personal projects that I've been doing you know and and, and then I'm I'm, just, I'm going to be you know captioning um using captions to give a little description i'm not going to go too detailed in the caption but just to get a give a little perspective um so so yeah so that's that's going to be my my uh 100 day challenges 
100 days straight. And, uh, and hopefully that'll build an awesome habit. Uh, like I said, you know, the workout thing won't be, you know, because I, I work out pretty regularly. Um, but I've never, I don't, I don't, I think the most that I worked out straight, uh, and, and actually, let me, let me, let me rephrase it. Because I've worked out a lot of days straight in a row, if you take into the fact cardio and, you know, some kind of weightlifting or circuit training. Because sometimes I, I, I like on my I, I count it as a day off but I still run on the treadmill you know I usually only count the day my days off that I don't do any kind of weight training or any kind of like circuit training I count those as days off but I still you know would run like three miles on, on the treadmill or something like that I still I count those as I don't count those as workout days because because sometimes that's just my I don't know. I have to do something, so I don't even count those as workout. You know, that's like meditation or something like that. You know, I don't. So I don't even count that as workout. So when I say a hundred days straight, it's gonna be a hundred days of circuit training straight, and I probably won't do any cardio simply simply so I can uh, not overtrain and and you and um, you know injure my knees or anything like that. So so that's what I have coming up. You know, to just to just to sort of get into a better habit of sharing images and posting them and things like that, and, uh, with the you know with the posting the images, because I I you know I, I have images that I, I want to get around to editing, and plus that's going to get me into the flow of um, start posting images that I film that I process and scan and and and, and get digitized. That'll get me into the habit of posting those. Um, so, and, and I'm trying to do this before, like, my day starts. So, I'm going to be getting up, you know, uh, with a plan. Now, I get up early anyway, but I'm going I'm gonna to be getting up with a plan, a better plan, and getting all that knocked out probably before 6 o'clock, you know, getting, in addition to all the other stuff I do. So, stay tuned for that. Be looking out, you know, for that. And, uh, and, and you know, hopefully that will spark or or encourage you know some of you guys to take on a challenge yourself you know what 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 is something you you've been wanting to build a habit of something you you've been wanting to get into you know do it for 100 days straight i mean you know it, what what can it hurt either you 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 start it you get to day 25 and you fizzle out but hey you did 25 days straight you know what i mean you know, if you get if you do fifty, you get to fifty, and you fizzle out. You guarantee you're gonna have, you're gonna be better off than than you than you you know than you were before. I figured, I'm you know at the end I either have a body of work of a hundred images and I'd be ripped, <laughs> or I'd be looking better and have you know more more finished images than I had before. Either way, I'm winning. Either way, I won. It's a it's a it's a win-win. It's a win-win for me. Uh so but yeah when I saw that um that that uh that the guy that did that 365 video you know 365 uh post a day of video blog I was like damn he did that every day for and and I'm gonna tell you video um, is is a lot harder 
to post daily than these podcasts or than posting the image. So I was I was like, if he can if he can shoot video, edit it, you know, um, upload it every day for a year, man, what I'm doing should be a breeze, you know. It should be it should be easy peasy. So, what else I have going on? Um, so so much, man. Um, I, I've been working. I've been working on my working on trying to get a printer. I put some bids on. Um, I've been there's two two pretty much two lines of thinking that I'm I'm going with printers, right? So the 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 biggest problem I have going back to Ed Epson is I've always had clogging problems with Epson. And simply because they're known for that. And if you're not printing like daily or at least weekly, man, you're going to have issues. You're just going to have issues. So I started looking at dye-based printers, <clears throat> Canon Pixma printers, uh, because what I've been hearing is they don't... They don't uh, clog as much. Dye ink doesn't clog as much. I mean, you still have to, you know, you still you can't just leave it. You still have to like print, but you don't have to print as regularly, and the un- unclogging process is not as difficult. But of course, you know, everything has its ups and ups and downs. But uh, the one the one benefit of Canon printers is, if the head if you do ruin a head, it get clogged. The heads can be replaced. I'm not sure what how much they cost or whatever, but it has to be less cheaper than you know buying a new damn printer every two three years. So that, that's that's where I'm going at you know with that. And I've been looking. There's there's a few Canon Pixma Pro 9000 Mark IIs on Craigslist that I've been <laughs> trying to get for cheap. And there's also some bid offers that I made on eBay. One of them was declined already because I'm telling you, I mean, you, you can't be scared to, um, to, you know, to make an offer. If they have, you know, make an offer, just make an offer, man. You can't be scared thinking you're bidding too low because you, you really, you, it's, it's a gamble. It's really a gamble. And you don't want to pay, you know, I mean, if, if you, if you're going to pay, like say the Pixma Pro, Nine, the Prisma Pro 9000 uh, Mark II still sells for like four, four hundred dollars. So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm, and that's you know tested. It's new. You, you, you know you're gonna get a good, you know, a good printer. The uh, Epson SureColor P600 I can get for about five hundred new. That's that's after like a rebate. I think they have like a two hundred dollar rebate. So if I'm gonna if I'm gonna pay anything more than like two hundred dollars, I'm just gonna pay for for something used. I, I'm just gonna pay three hundred more for something new with warranty, and that I know that I'm gonna get two three years out of. Instead of paying two hundred dollars for something that's a gamble, and then you may end up you know you you pretty much just bought somebody else's problems and you pay two hundred dollars for it. That's the way I think of it. So. The, the last printer I had I bought using it was a Epson uh, Stylus Photo 2200 and I got pretty much two and a half years out of it and but I was I didn't use it you know full color I used it as a black and white printer because when I 
you know, when I bought it, I knew it was a. Uh, hold on one second, guys. Okay, so uh, what was I talking about? Uh, I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying to stay positive, man. There, there's been some, some, some these car dealerships and these service departments, but there was my wife calling me, telling me her chick engine light is on. Uh, anyway, so, so yeah, so if you, I mean, if you're gonna buy something used, it, like, I, if if I'm gonna pay. You know, like close to what a new printer printer costs. It has to come with some kind of warranty. It has to be be tested. And, and the thing about it, man, like a lot of people say these printers. Then I start asking questions, and that automatically turns me off. Like I, I asked one person, um, you know, how long has it been sitting and all this, and I can tell that they have no experience with the printer because they. They said, well, it's a good printer, but I haven't used it in two years. Well, fuck, how, how you know? It may look good, but do, does it print? Did the ink dry in the, in the heads? If, if, if it has, it's done. If it's been sitting around for two years, it's, that, if it's an Epson printer, that shit is done. If you didn't take it out of service correctly, that shit is done. So you can't be trying to get $300 for it. I, you know, especially... If it's been sitting for two years and then the printer itself is is five six years old, fuck out of here. You know, like I don't understand these people who who try to sell this stuff. If you if you can't use it and you haven't used it in a while, you got to take a loss. You you can't send me. You can't like have a link of what it's selling on Amazon. Yeah, the ones on Amazon may be may have maybe from a, a a dealer that sells used printers and they've serviced it and they've taken out of service correctly. You know what I mean? You can't you can't have a printer that's been sitting around for two years, but then you trying to price it like, you know, what what a, a, a almost new one that's that's been tested and done and everything is selling for. You you can't, and it's hard to try to. Um, like I, I had one lady. I was just actually I don't know if she was a lady or not, but I was I was trying to uh, convey that to her through email and I just said you know what fuck it she if if I have to ask her all these questions and is she not sure what I'm talking about yeah forget it yeah it, it, you know it, forget it I'm not I'm not even messing with that I'm not setting myself up for that but like I said the last one I, I, I bought I bought it new knowing the heads were stuck but the price I got I was like man this is worth this is worth trying to mess with it and I got two years out of it and then actually, and I actually sold it, ended up selling it on eBay. So that when I when I buy stuff, that's the kind of deals I'm looking for. Uh, I was just recently talking to another photographer who who actually went to uh, the art institute here in Colorado in Denver, and she, and that's what she was saying. She was like, the one the one thing that she wish she she would have known as soon as she got out of school was don't don't be going out buying new shit. And I was like, yep. That that's the same way I felt. Uh, my my first SLR I bought from a pawn shop, and that was a Pentax ZX50. That's my first SLR. But all my digital equipment I bought new. I've never purchased any film equipment new, but all of my digital camera gear I bought brand new. Uh, and I usually don't buy the newest model. Like when I bought the K3, I you know, the K32 was already out. So, but I didn't, I, you know, it, the, the features that the K32 offered, 
it wasn't worth the 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 bigger price tag to me. Um, because I mean, I, I and, and that maybe that makes sense too because with digital, it, you know, stuff can go wrong a lot easier than with film film equipment. I mean, film film old school equipment, man. It it, it was it's made to last. It was made to last. This new stuff, it is it got built-in obsolescence, which people don't even believe in it. You know, when I was uh majoring in computer science, we had a whole semester of built-in obsolescence, programming obsolescence. So that shit is real. One of my first um when I was when I was studying C plus, one of my first programs, first assignments were uh to one of my first assignments was to create a program that will that would at a certain time and date will make an ATM become obsolete. <laughs> you know, so you would program in a code to at this date and time, this ATM will perform these functions and will be obsolete. It would, it would do these things. So, I mean, everything is programmed. You can program something to skim off a half a half a penny, half a cent on every transaction. That, that's the type of stuff I was learning in in, in in computer science, and but people, you know, so so yeah, so when you you know when you're looking for these for this stuff, like especially like if you've had some experience with printers going bad, man, there's no reason to be buying it brand new, you know, and 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 unless you know, unless you know you're gonna use it to where the warranty has to kick in, you know what I mean? You know you used to using stuff heavily to where before the warranty go, goes out, you, you're going to, you're going to need it. And I've, I've rarely had to use warranty on any, um, on, on any new, I'm trying to see when the last time I, I, I had to use warranty on like any kind of like printer, camera equipment, or thing like that. Um, I can't remember. And 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 that's why we like with talking about other stuff like vehicles, we always buy new. My wife and I always buy new with a warranty. Actually, I won't say new, but we always buy with new enough that it still has the a car warranty on it. Now, her her last car she bought she bought brand new. My truck I bought brand new, but we had we had a uh a car previous before that was used, but it had full warranty. And when I say use, it was the same model year, but it was a it was a, a dealer demo. So, um, so yeah, buying new year. I mean, you just got to be savvy with with buying stuff. You know, your, your camera gear and stuff like that, because you know it. You know, th this new stuff is not made to last forever. It's made to be replaced. So you got to take that into in, into consideration when you're buying it. Especially, I mean, if you if you like a production or service business, that's one thing. But if you if if you just a creative artist and you're more on, uh, along the fine art side, then yeah, you got to be a little more savvy. Um, so, but anyway, that's that's what I got going on. Stay, stay tuned Monday. You know, like I said, I'm gonna start that that 100 day challenge so stay tuned for the images i may even on you know subsequent episodes speak about the image i post a little bit uh or the, you know if i if i post monday and tuesday then i do a podcast wednesday i speak about both images see see it's giving me content for the podcast see it all it is all for something all for something anyway that's it for this episode like i always say i don't know a lot 
But what I do know, I try to talk straight about. This is Straight Talk Uncut. Thank you guys for listening. Talk to you next time.